Oh, hi there. Didn't see ya. I'm Dylan, and if you would like to listen to the most wonderful, stupendous, intelligent, groundbreaking, I can't think of another word podcast, then you need to listen to the So Hear Me Out podcast on the Dogcast Network, available on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you don't, you can kindly go fuck yourself. Have a great day. Thanks. Diaries of a Filthy Whore. Introducing a new podcast from More Than Friends Productions. Listeners will experience the emotional highs and the very low lows in the true stories of gamers who spend countless hours of their lives to get virtual rewards that mean nothing in the real world. Diaries of a Filthy Whore. 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 Listen for free on Spotify and iTunes later this month. For more information, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash be more than friends, or visit our website at mtfproductions.com. Welcome to a brand spanking new episode of Reviewing the Reviews. It's been a hot Jeffrey since I reviewed anything, so today I felt like I needed to cut loose and have a bit of fun. The theme of the day is, oddly enough, a park dedicated to themes. There's only one place where you can feel like a king. King's Island. Come be king of the hill and feel your heart race. Be the king of fun and discover a world of excitement. Be king of the water at Waterworks, the water park that's fun for everyone. Come be king of it all. King's Island, a summer getaway for many of us Southern Ohio, Northern Kentucky patrons. I personally spent a good majority of my time growing up running through this amusement park by myself oftentimes sporting a race car fanny pack the wrong way under my preteen gut. Yeah, I was a cool kid, that's for sure. Those memories of hauling my pudgy little ass around to every single attraction and hanging in lines for hours with sweaty middle-aged men really bring me back, I tell ya. Those were the days. So, when I sat down and theme parks came racing to my mind, it was a no-brainer where I needed to look for today's episode. Yelp! A cesspool of adult crybabies who think their opinions matter to anyone other than themselves. Truly a place that people that have their head up their own ass can call home. Founded in 2004 with the idea that crowdsourced reviews for local businesses would make the world a better place, it quickly became a stomping ground for smug, entitled pricks. 
It just goes to show you how little faith you should have in the general population. They simply are not responsible enough to be trusted as critics. I swear to God, the type of people on here would wrongly label a restaurant one star because they miscalculated a fart and shit their pants. So, with that caveat in mind, I will begin to tread the murky waters as I take a look at the reviews of my favorite local theme park. King's Island dares you to come face to face with the beast. The beast. 7,400 feet of unrestrained terror. In a 70 mile per hour attack on your senses, the beast throws you screaming through three tunnels, takes you higher than any other coaster. Come face to face with the beast. The beast. The biggest, baddest, longest, fastest coaster in the world. Up first, we have a woman named Megan who had some well-thought-out issues that certainly need to be addressed. The service was bad, and they made us get out of the pool to save our lives. I wanted to be able to swim for longer than 20 minutes. Then they shut down the water park. Yeah, Kings Island, fuck you and your employees. I spent good money to plot my pampered ass in the Lazy River with a bowl of Dippin' Dots. How dare you save my life? Picking apart this review from the get-go, I already have issues with this. What service was bad? You never explicitly stated this, unless you mean the service of the lifeguards protecting your life. If they shut down the water park, chances are it was either due to inclement weather or someone was in need of immediate medical assistance. So what do you do instead of worrying about the health of a fellow human being? You plop your entitled ass into the comfort of a Walmart computer chair, crack your knuckles, and begin typing a well-thought-out three-sentence one-star review. Also, side note, the Kings Island Water Park is attached to... Kings Island, you fucking moron! If the reason they closed down the water park was due to a medical emergency, just fucking go on the countless other attractions featured at the park next door. Or... If you're really feeling frisky, there's a little place down the street called The Beach. It's not the best water park around, but goddammit, it is one. I decided to take a closer look into Megan's other reviews to see if she was as heartless and uncaring for human life as I thought she was and was not disappointed. She left one more review for McDonald's in the local area in the form of, <laughs> you guessed it, another one-star review. I'm done with this one of those things I have been playing for a while, but I'm trying out for the rest and I will because of my job is going to the grocery and they are in a position where do I get my rifle is a little bit. I think this one will work for you. Megan, when have you ever gone to a McDonald's and not had a one star experience? Is it really worth typing out a review for? The answer is no, you fucking idiot. Second, the bold choice to disregard any type of punctuation whatsoever left me wondering if you had in fact been the one who required medical assistance at the water park. Finally, this entire review reads as a disgruntled former employee with a vague implication of a threat having to do something with a rifle. Please don't. That about sums up my gripes with this particular Yelper. So let's cannonball into the next review. The next review features riveting accusations, a tale of personal anguish, and an excuse to use big words. Graham L. says, 
An employee named Ramel working on the Banshee stole two pair of prescription glasses while me and my partner were on the ride. There was no stated policy on eyeglasses and he did it to teach us a lesson about leaving articles behind. This was an egregious breach of trust as a customer, to have my medical equipment confiscated by a teenager to prove a point. It really soured my experience. So, let me see if I understand this correctly. A teenager, working at a minimum wage job, at a theme park, stole your prescription glasses to teach you about the dangers of leaving items unattended. Did you reread your review? Because you're making Ramel out to be some highly sophisticated thief, when in reality he probably picked his nose and wiped it on one of the ride seats and laughed when someone sat down without looking. The point is, last thing a minimum wage ride operator gives a shit about is teaching you some overtly complicated lesson about leaving items unattended. If he did in fact take them, I can assure you, it was not to teach you a lesson of any sort. He probably just wanted them and didn't give it a second thought. I am leaning toward another theory though. You lost the glasses on the ride yourself. I bet your partner told you to leave them near the exit or secure them in your pocket. And you thought you knew better than them. Oh yes, you did. When your partner wasn't looking, you put your glasses back on and strapped in. You took your chances and lost your glasses while riding. Determined to not feel stupid in front of your partner, you took one glance at the first ride attendant's name tag after exiting the ride and the name was seared into your memory. You tucked this info away and probably caused a commotion, pointing your self-righteous finger at the underpaid employee and belittled him to feel like a big man. You coward. Your partner assumed you left your glasses with them and took your side of the narrative. Ramel never stood a chance. To solidify your blunderous truth, you set your sights on devising a smear campaign against Ramel in the form of a one-star Yelp review. This garnered the attention of three Yelpers who found your review useful. Your tactic had worked. The world was none the wiser that you were the idiot in this scenario, and your use of big words drove the point home that you could have, in no way, been responsible for the loss of your glasses. Clever ruse, Graham. But I can see past your lies. And so did one other Yelper, who marked the review as funny. This review was the last thing posted to Graham's account in 2015. I have to assume, with the knowledge I can gather, that his partner found out what a lying scoundrel he was and left him for Ramel. If you thought the mental gymnastics that Graham had to do to think a teenage employee was teaching him a lesson was hard to follow, well then strap in, cause this last review has an overarching storyline that spans the length of two years to explain a new ride policy and one man's frustration that forced his four star review down to one. To begin, let's break this down into manageable bits of information. Let's start with Kevin T's previous review dated October 5th of 2016. My family and I have been season pass holders for four years now. We love the rides and the water park. During the last months of the season, the park is decorated for Halloween. This is our favorite time of the year. It is great fun for the whole family. The variety of rides and shows works for any and all ages. They have plenty of food choices too. From mild to wild, there's something for everyone of any age at King's Island. 
Seems like this guy really enjoyed the park and everything was a-okay in the mind of Kevin. The reasoning behind his four-star review is probably derived from the thinking that, well, there's always room for improvement. That thinking, along with the volatile emotions of a typical Yelper, is crucial to understanding the psyche of a person who just a little under one year later would throw a massive tantrum for everyone to see about a new seating policy for rides within the park. That's when his review went from mild to wild. As of September 30th, I was informed by the young man working a Diamondback roller coaster between 7 to 7.30 p.m. that a new policy of assigned seats had been implemented. No longer are people allowed any choice as to which area of the ride you would like to be in. You are given a seat and told if you do not like it to leave. In five years of being a season pass holder, I have never seen this take place. I have always been given the opportunity to ride in the very front or very back of a ride even if I have to wait a little longer than the regular line. The Diamondback staff said it was due to such long lines. I have in the past waited twice as long as I did on the 30th and still had a choice, so that was a line of BS. Example: Let's say I wait an hour to ride the beast. I get to the front of the line and as per the new policy, I am assigned to the very last car. If I say, may I please have a seat in the middle of the ride because the last car gives me a horrible headache due to increased vibration, I would be told no, ride in the last car or leave. I am well aware of the signs posted that say specific seats are not guaranteed at each ride. That is fine. But when you are assigned a seat not even given the option to wait a little longer for a specific section of the ride, front, middle, or back, and then rudely told to take the seat or leave, then Kings Island is essentially telling me they no longer want my money for season passes for my family and I anymore. With these complaints fresh in our minds, let's pick this review apart piece by piece. First things first. You boldly lead the charge by describing the employee, which ride he was working at, and the time when you had a meltdown over a seating policy just so you could try and get this teenager in trouble for doing his job. Second, the explanation of your experience is grossly exaggerated. You do have the option of choosing your seat. You want a great heads up on how to do this? Let some of the people behind you go in front of you, you pompous, entitled asshole. Lastly, you acknowledged yourself that you've read the signs that say specific seats are not guaranteed at each ride in the park. Why are you even complaining and acting surprised when a young dude just trying to make minimum wage tells you to go to the next available open seat to keep the line moving because it's the park's new policy? Are you illiterate too? One last thing that bothers me is the fact you've stated that if you don't choose to conform to this policy, they rudely ask you to leave. Bullshit. I call bullshit. I can't see an adult, let alone a teenager, being rude enough to tell you to get out of the line for a theme park ride that you just waited over an hour to ride. All these employees are trying to do is keep thousands of patrons happy, and if that pisses off one person like yourself, I'm glad you decided to stop coming to the park. That's just one less self-absorbed person I have to listen to bitch and moan. Boo-hoo! 
I spent an hour in line to ride a roller coaster and I don't want to sit where they asked me to sit so I can hold up the line and waste everyone's time. The Beast should have a clown car reserved for dolts like you that don't understand that being efficient with a loose seating policy keeps the lines moving instead of bringing them to a dead halt like they did in the past. Don't believe me? Well, great. Because I've prepared two reviews to back up my point. Sit tight right there for a few minutes, Kevin. And maybe by the time I'm done explaining how much of a stupid shit you are, the front seat of the ride will be open for you. Yelper BW had this to say two months prior to Kevin's first review. I wish I could give no stars to this place. Went home Saturday at 11 a.m. Place was very crowded. My teens waited in line over two hours to ride coasters. This person spent over two hours in lines to ride roller coasters. Two fucking hours. Likely due to selfish people like yourself who decided, Well, I'm going to go to the front of the line and hold everyone behind me up. And don't get me wrong, who doesn't love to ride front seat of a roller coaster? I mean, come on. But the point is that when you multiply self-absorbed assholes by the hundreds, that is the root of the reason why lines become so unnecessarily long. Here's another review from Ashley H. on October 16th of 2016, a week and a half after your first review. Very disappointed in Kings Island this year. Lines were outrageous this year. I have been to the park in the past and have had a great time. In all, we spent a lot of money to have a miserable time. Throughout the park, we were shoulder to shoulder with other visitors and unsupervised kids running into us and others. Every ride we proceeded to was a 90 plus minute wait. The whole day, we only rode two rides, which is very disappointing considering we spent a lot of money to just be here and have an awful time. I've cut out many more issues she had with the park during this time period, but the point stands that her biggest complaints were long line wait times and outrageous prices. I mean, for fuck's sake, I'm agreeing with her Yelp review, because two rides for someone who spent well over $200 this day, this single day, is fucking ridiculous. Little did she know that it was Kevin that was the one standing with his arms crossed, holding up the line, ensuring her awful park-going experience. So, Kevin... Here's my response to your insignificant seating policy complaint that so soured your entire Kings Island experience you had to drop your four-star review to a one-star. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. It is so easy. Step one, shut your mouth. Step two, keep it shut. Step three, get over it, you fucking crybaby. It was obviously implemented to improve the overall satisfaction of everyone who spent money to come to the park, and it's proven in the above reviews. Line wait time was a major factor in many of the reviews I scoured through around October of 2016 and prior. The seating policy is merely there to ensure everyone has the chance to have a good day, and not just you, asshole. Ah, gee, would you look at that? Well, it looks like I'll be taking your seat, Kevin. So I guess you'll just have to go where they tell you to sit or leave. Anyways, this has been a nice adventure back into the world of reviewing, and I've truly missed it. I hope you've enjoyed this wild ride of an episode. Because now, it's my turn, guys. I hope you have a great day.
Dogcast Network. We're all dogs.